Okay, today I want to talk about uh, a question that I get quite often regarding earnest money deposits. We call this an EMD. And the question I get is, when you're making lots of offers, and how do I, how do I get around having to pay lots of earnest money deposits? So in other words, you know, if I go out and I make 10 offers, and those offers are, you know, have a $500 earnest money deposit, a lot of people think, I gotta write earnest money deposits for each and every offer that I make. And the reality is that's not the case. Here's what I do, I, got, I do two things. First of all, I take a photocopy of an earnest money check. So I take my check, I photocopy it, I fill it out, so I put in the, you know, the listing agent or whoever's gonna hold the earnest money, I put the amount, the date, sign it. It's the photocopy of a check, it's not the real check. Then I include that with my offer and I send out my offer. Now, what's happening there is they're seeing the check they're seeing my offer. Usually I'll have my proof of funds with that as well. And only when I get that offer accepted, we may counter back and forth, but only when I get that offer accepted do I actually provide the earnest money deposit. Okay, so you should never give an earnest money deposit on a deal you have that's not accepted. Some agents will say, in order for me to submit this offer, I need your earnest money check. And I say, once I get the offer accepted, I'd be happy to give the earnest money check but I'm not throwing around checks on offers. I don't know where those are at, I gotta keep track of them all. And you really shouldn't be providing earnest money deposit on a deal anyway until you've got an accepted contract. So that's number one. Number two when it comes to earnest money deposits is one way that I get out of uh, having to actually provide that earnest money deposit check is what I do is I'll put on my contract that I have a 10 day or it could be a seven day inspection clause. Now what that means is I've got a full seven or 10 days, whatever I put in there, let's call it 10 days because that's what I usually do. I've got a full 10 days to do my inspection, my due diligence on the property. And I put in the contract that I will provide the earnest money deposit after my inspection. Now, what did I just do there? By putting that after my inspection and getting the seller to agree to that, some won't, some will, but I, I try for this, is if I can get the seller to agree that I provide the earnest money deposit after my inspection, if for whatever reason the deal doesn't fit, usually during that 10 day window is when I'm trying to wholesale the deal or if I'm gonna keep it as a fix and flip or whatever, then I'm verifying all my numbers, I'm making sure that the deal will work. But if for, this, for the chance that I can't wholesale it or I, I don't decide to do the deal during that 10 day period and I end up using my inspection clause to back out of the deal for whatever reason, then I don't have to worry about chasing after my earnest money deposit. I didn't even write an earnest money deposit. If I do accept the deal and I'm ready to move forward, I've got a buyer to wholesale it to, fine. I'll put the earnest money deposit down at that point after my inspection. Hopefully by then, if I'm wholesaling, I've got a new buyer that I'm wholesaling it to and I get, it, I get an earnest money deposit from them in the amount of my earnest money deposit. So if I put in my contract, a $500 earnest money deposit, I'll get a $500 earnest money deposit from my cash buyer, which actually funded my earnest money deposit. So I'm still not out any money. So these are just a few ideas, some strategies for um, how to not pay an earnest money deposit or having to write those checks all the time. Uh, this is Jerry Norton, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next time.